Welcome to Drive Your Dream Home. We're your hosts, Aaron and Doug Ramsey, and we're city people who moved to the country with our family to start a lavender farm. This podcast is about all our farm adventures, our cool travels, cool people doing cool things, and all the tools to help you get in the driver's seat of your life so you can drive your dream home too. Now let's get behind the wheel and drive our dreams home together. Episode 17 of Drive Your Dream Home. We Yeah, we missed last week. Yeah, we're traveling. Yeah, we're road warriors is what we were doing. That's what you've been doing all month. That was some serious car trip. Yeah. So last we came to you last week from the McDonald's parking lot to talk about the monks. And then we were on our way to Massachusetts. So I did the speech there. And it was on Ryan's, our oldest son's 32nd birthday. So that's hard to believe that Ryan is 32. Right. That's crazy. So that was yesterday. What? It seemed like yesterday. That he was born? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's such a good dad. Three kids. So the interesting about that speech, it was in Haverhill, Massachusetts, and it was nice. It was a nice group. It was at a really cute country club. And on the lunch break, I saw like all these people, like the weather was perfect. It was like a breezy day, no humidity. And all these guys were like playing golf. And I'm like, this is best life, like freedom, enjoying the weather. Yeah, it was a weekday too. It was Monday. It was on Monday. Yeah, there was a lot of people. The parking lot was packed. Yeah, I don't know if it was some kind of fundraiser, but when I saw them out there, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's important to do more fun things. We've talked about that before. Right. But the speech went really well. And the interesting thing that happened at that speech was I was born in Hartford, which was probably like an hour from there, maybe less. I don't know, in the vicinity. It's less than an hour. Yeah. And we were talking about how I was born in Hartford, but moved to California like when I was two weeks old. But And I said, oh, there's where I was born, Doug. And you're like, oh, that's weird, you know. And then I was doing the speech, and I said something to the group like, well, I feel like I'm in my homeland. You know, I was born not far from here or something. When I normally probably wouldn't have said something like that. And then after the speech, I posted some pictures of where we were on online, on the social media. And my dad texts me and says that this that is the town that my grandfather was from. And I never met yeah, him that's before. that's a small world. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was cool, especially since I kind of felt that connection by saying that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a definitely a small. So that was fun. Great group. Big cheers. It was a long speech, so I was I I agreed to a much longer than I normally did. I think I went from like nine to two thirty or three or something. Two thirty. Yeah. So then we decided when we planned the trip that we were just going to go up to the north of Maine right after that because we figured get north and then start heading home going south when we were working through the trip. So we stopped in Portsmouth, New Hampshire for dinner. Which was very good. Yeah, that Far East salad. It's like soba noodles or something. So good. Yeah. It's on the water. Nice vibe. Cool little town with the boats. Yeah, I had crab cakes. Yeah. And then it might have been a little bit of a mistake to stop for dinner because as we were driving. Yeah. You know, it's, it gets tough to drive as you get older, especially if there's, they're working on the roads. It was completely black, no lines. Yeah. I mean, it was stressful. 
That was the first time I've seen you not be able to drive well at night. Like, we already was, know I can't. There was no lines. Yeah, no lines, and it's a road you don't know, and it's kind of narrow because you're going over to the island. We didn't even know Bar Harbor was an island. Right. <laughs> right? So then what we decided, we were thinking about it, like, okay, I guess, you know, we're just not going to drive at night anymore, but that's kind of a big deal for you if you play pool in the city. and so. But you know the road so well, it won't matter. Right. But I'm like, certainly somebody's invented something. that I mean, we can't be the only two 50-somethings that are having a hard time seeing at night. So we ordered some glasses on Amazon, so I'll let you everybody know how they go. I'm going to try them. I have to leave town. They're exactly like shooting glasses. Yeah, hunting glasses or like shooting in a range. Like practicing. Yeah. yeah. So we'll let you know how that goes. But then we got to Bar Harbor, and it was it was later. It was like, I don't know what time. Nine it was 9. Yeah. Like we checked in at 9.30. Well, and I paid a little extra money because I, I really wanted to have nice hotels. That's important to me when I'm traveling, especially if we're vacationing. And this hotel was gorgeous. Oh, it was nice. So gorgeous. They had like candles in the lobby, the flowers outside, the flower beds were just outstanding. And it was really good. Yeah, we got in there and it had a balcony, which I always make sure, but it, we couldn't see good, but it was overseeing the harbor. And then we ordered room service because we were exhausted after not being able to see the roads. You got the lobster ravioli. Which was very, very good. And I got the mushroom pizza, which we call Umbria, because that's where we were going to go to our Italy trip when it got canceled for COVID. Right. And it was delicious. And so then the next day we got up and went to have breakfast, because we already know that's Doug's thing, and I like to get a good coffee. And you had what? I had the French toast, and I was thinking about it earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was... Uh... It was a strawberry butter that they had sandwiched in between two pieces of French toast. It was so good. It's the best French toast I've ever had in my life. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that because you know how many pieces of French toast you have eaten and how many you have made? I make a mean French toast. I make really good French toast. But to say it's the best of your whole life? It was good. That was awesome. And I had the eggs benedict and they cooked them hard and didn't put any meat. So that was good. Right. So we were sitting there where we were going to go plan our trip to the park. And then we were right smack in town. So even the restaurant at the hotel is overlooking the harbor. It's called the Harborside uh, Inn. And are you okay? (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) I can't help it. That's all right. It's all right. Um, Harborside a hotel and spa or something like that. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And they even left like a little nest candle in the room. and like The rooms were super clean. Everything was new. It looked good. I mean, it was... It was expensive. No grossness. A lot of times you pay a lot for a hotel and you get in there and there's crust in the corner. You know? Yeah, exactly. It, not in this place. It was, right. It was good. So as we had breakfast, we were deciding what we were going to do. We were looking at maps and I was getting like the pamphlets and stuff. And then I love a good trolley tour. <laughs> and we knew we didn't want to hike very far, far. Like, we're not in that good of shape, but we wanted to see the park. And we were okay to hike a little bit. Nothing like these people going to hike, though, right? Right. And we saw the trolley. And I'm like, well, gosh, Doug, go see what time the trolley leaves. Because I love the trolley tours because you get all the details. Like, if you just go somewhere and you're just kind of walking around looking... You don't get the details. Like, we learned a ton on that tour. Yeah, I, I liked our the tour guide. He was pretty good. Yeah, his name is Fred, I think. Yeah, Fred or Frank. Yeah, it was like two and a half hour tour. So we went to 
thunder hole, which is like on the cliff there, and when the water comes in and with the tide variation, it makes a loud sound. Right, because it makes a popping noise with because the, there's holes going into the granite. Yeah, I love it. This is it was so beautiful. It's all on the coast. And then we went to this place in the park called Jordan's Pond. I love that. That was beautiful. Where you went up to the observation deck, you could see this beautiful pond and all this green grass. Right. Beautiful view, too, over the water. Yeah. Yeah. And they had it where they had a history there about how people used to take tea and popovers there. And they kind of like were emulating it with all the, the flat grass with the tables. People were eating outside. It had a really nice vibe. Explain to me what a popover is again. Well, I'm not exactly sure, but I know my friend in Boston, one time I went there to do some work with the Children's Museum, and she had me over for egg salad and popover. So they're like this kind of flaky circle pastry bread thing, like you can, oh, and she put egg yeah. salad in it. I don't know if you can stuff them with stuff, sweet stuff. I'm not sure, but I just love the whole idea of the popover and the East Coast kind of, you right. know. We didn't do it because we didn't have time because we could get back on the trolley. But um, then we went to, that was beautiful. And we got some pretty pictures there. And then we went up to Cadillac Mountain, which was probably the most popular part, which is like the peak. Yeah, and it was pretty clear. We saw most of it. It's a real foggy there. so Fog rolled in when we were up there. But I think yeah. the elevation's only like 1,500 feet or something. Because yeah. I was worried. Remember, I get altitude sickness. But... It was only 1,500 feet. Yeah. yeah. And... This, you know, I've been to several state or national parks. This is Acadia National Park, but this one felt super upscale, like with the lawn and the popovers and tea. And then our tour guide was telling us about the carriage roads and how Rockefeller made it all so that roads are through the whole park where you could ride your carriage. Right now, now they use like electric bikes and you can still take a carriage ride. Right. And that like Martha Stewart and John Travolta, they have houses up there and they access their, their guests use the carriage roads, which yeah. you don't normally get something like that in a national park, I didn't think. Well, you normally can't have a home in a national park. Well, I think they're right on the outside of the park. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. We should look that up. So that was a great day. And then we came back because we realized that in Bar Harbor, which we can't believe is that there's a 12 foot tidal variation. So every time the tide goes in and out, it's 12 feet difference. Yeah, he made it a point to tell us that because of people getting in the caves. Yeah, people die in the caves. And, and they, 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 they don't, don't, know. don't even tell tourists about the caves because they know they're gonna, somebody's gonna do something stupid. Yeah, because people forget. Remember that time we were in Daytona and we parked the truck on the car on the beach? Yeah. And we went for a long walk. And I, you know, I should know better. I mean, I grew up in the ocean. But I just came up and Doug had to run and get the truck. They were the lifeguards were there. Like, whose truck is this? The tide was getting ready to take your pickup truck. Right. And I'm like, do you really have to run? Like, you're like, Aaron, yes. That was pretty new truck then, too. Yeah, it was like, because you still have that truck. That was like 20 years ago, wasn't it? Well, what year is that truck? It's an 04. Yeah, 20 years, almost 20 years. So yeah. That truck still runs good. Yeah. Yeah. So in Bar Harbor with that 12-foot tidal variation, when the tide goes out, a whole sandbar comes and you can walk over to another island on it. So we did that. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, I think, did we find sea glass there? No. No, but some cool rocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and you were getting a rock for your meditation from the monks. So we did that, and then we had a nice dinner, right? The other thing that I just couldn't believe about um, Maine, I didn't know blueberries were such a big deal in Maine. 
I didn't either. Yeah, it's the wild blueberry. Everything's blueberries. I knew potatoes because my stepmom's from Maine. She actually would pull the tomatoes out, or not tomatoes, potatoes out of the ground. So we were going to take the Sunset Cruise. I was super excited about that because, you know, I got to get the boat ride in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, we had, they canceled it. It was too foggy, which is good they canceled it because you don't want to get out there and see nothing. Right, but we had a nice, enjoyable evening. It was oh, fun. yeah, super fun, super yeah. fun. So we bought some blueberry soda from Bar Harbor. It's called Old Soaker. And we haven't drank it because we were going to drink it here live on the podcast as we're recording just to see if we like it. Because we went to another island that we'll tell you about in a second. And I ordered the blueberry sparkling wine and it tasted like... <laughs> it tasted like olives. It was awful. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, hold on. I think I'll get a different drink. And then the bartender tried to like spruce it up with club soda, which is so nice. Because I was just going to pay for it and right. just sip on it, try to like it. Cause, you know, when in Rome, right? But um, it wasn't very good. But the guy at Bar Harbor, our trolley tour, told us about the blueberry soda. So on our way down, we were heading out to Portland the next day. I, we were going to stop and get some waters and stuff and refill our cooler. And I said, well, let's stop at the grocery store and see if they have the blueberry soda. Because we hadn't looked for it at a restaurant. So we bought some home. And then we were just getting ready to record. And the grandkids were here. And I'm like, let, let them do the taste test first. <laughs> And so Anna said it was a 10 out of 10. Mike said it was a 10 out of 10 because they're not used to drinking soda at all. Like, yeah, they never get it. Yeah. They don't have soda. <clears throat> like it's maybe sometimes a sip of a 7-Up or something or, you know, if we go to the movies, maybe an icy. But right. So anything's going to taste great to them. But they said 10 out of 10. Isabel didn't. I don't think Isabel cared too much for it. No, Isabel said 8 out of 10, but she didn't even take a second to, to helping, so she right. was not into it. Sam said our daughter... No, she didn't even drink it. No, she, she drank the first one. No, she gave it to Sam. That was the second one. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. And then Sam, our daughter-in-law, tested it, and she said it tasted like when her grandma used to put Sprite and grape soda to like, water it down. So we're going to try it now. It's called Old Soaker... From Bar Harbor Blueberry Soda. Enjoy Bar Harbor's favorite. And it has a pretty photo, black and white photo of waves and rocks on there. So let's go ahead and take a sip, babe. Here we are, blueberry soda. Oh, it's not bad at all. Oh, it's very good. It's very light and refreshing. Oh, you like it? Mm -hmm. It'd probably make a nice cocktail. It probably would. Yeah. Kind of like that blueberry lemon gin drink I had in um, Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. I give it a nine. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was fun. So we probably won't ever have any more. Then we were going to go down to Portland. We stayed another night after the, after the tour was uh, canceled. And then it was super rainy, like downpour and dark. I forgot how that fog makes everything so dark. So we kind of just slept in. And yeah, we left like at noon, 11. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. No rushing. We packed up because I did overpack again. And for those who listened to the other podcast about how I overpack, I, I still overpack this time. And I even have a picture of Doug with the luggage cart on social media to prove that he was logging my suitcases. I didn't overpack my books, though. But we were gone like nine days right yeah and so we were driving down the coast but it was different than when i went last time and drove the coast because i hadn't been that north 
And you tried to tell me, but I didn't listen. That you never do. I'm used to it. Right. The fingers. What is <laughs> right. it about the coast? There's all these fingers, so you can't drive straight up and down it. If you get on one A, you take and you go an hour south. You got to turn around and go an hour north to get back out of it, so you can go back down the coast. Well, that's what we did because it was we were driving for so long, not seeing really anything. A lot of beautiful houses, so we took a detour to Bristol. Which was uh, just, it looked like an average restaurant, but they had really good food. Yeah, you remember they had that artichoke dip with the honey in it? Yeah. That, that was delicious. We couldn't figure out what it was, and then we yeah, asked the waitress. And I swear, I'm not even kidding. I know I always say about Hallmark movies, but that cove, so the restaurant was on a cove, and the cove is like, there's no docks. Like, the boats are just anchored, so they're all just kind of floating out. They in still the- call them slips. Even though they're not on a dock? Yeah, because each buoy they have out there is a slip for a ship or a boat. A boat, yeah. Well, it was like a little bit foggy, and it was silent, and it was so beautiful, and it felt like a Hallmark movie. I feel like we were having dinner in a Hallmark movie. Oh, it was very nice. I love that feeling. So that was worth the detour. And what else I couldn't believe is how many of these adorable, I absolutely love the cedar shingle houses. Yeah, it's because there's a lot of cedar there. That's why it's... Yeah, but they're little cottages and they have like all these wildflowers in front of them. It's like little enchanted communities. It's so beautiful. It's so different than where we live. It's so different than California. In fact, I don't see that anywhere I travel. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And we do the cedar because of the salt air. Is that right? Yes. You don't have to paint it. Yeah, you hang it at last. Yeah. So then we went on to Portland, which was, we had a few recommendations for Portland, so we decided to stop there. But for some reason, I just didn't think it was going to be like a city vibe, but it felt like a super mini, mini San Francisco. That's probably why we're getting recommendations, because people know I'm from the Bay Area. Right, and it is kind of like San Francisco, or it was 20 years ago. Yeah, not like it is now, but... I don't know what it is now, I haven't been there. yeah. So at first I was like, oh gosh, I got to acclimate because I thought we were just staying on like a quaint coastal town, but it was a city. But it ended up being perfect and we stayed at the West in there and, you know, we just bought the normal room. I'm sure I signed up for like a view, but not a fancy room when I reserved it. And we walked in and we had the whole corner room, like the whole corner was windows. It was beautiful. We saw the view of both sides of the city, the harbor. That was the night of the blue moon too. Yeah, so we got there, and then what did we do? We had to go up to the rooftop bar to see it. Yeah, because it was later, because we had all the detour to Bristol. And then I said, I looked out the window thinking, oh, good, I'm going to see the blue moon, but we couldn't. And I'm like, Doug, we got to go outside. Well, actually, I walked out. This is funny. I walked out into the hallway to look out the window on the other side of the building to see if I could see the blue moon, and it was in front of a door because he had the other corner room. And the guy opened the door at the same time I was looking at the window. I jumped. I like screamed because I didn't expect anybody. And it's not like a lot of space. You're in their space. If yeah, you're it's in a court. city. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You scared me so bad. I was looking for the blue moon. And he's like, oh, well, they have the rooftop bar. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. So we got dressed. We were actually like in our PJs. So we got dressed and went up. Um, and it wasn't a rooftop, but it was the top floor bar. Right. That was fun. We set intentions and talked about our goals and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was nice. And then the next day, we had a recommendation from a lady when I was doing the speech in Missouri. 
to go to Peaks Island, take the ferry over to Peaks Island. So that kills two birds with one stone. I could go on the boat and we could see something different because you have to get a boat ride in. Right. Now, Portland is also a place where cruise ships come in. So there was a massive cruise ship in the harbor when we went down to the ferry. They say 4,000 people on it. That's what like those that. people yeah. said. So we get on the ferry. They load on groceries. They rode on cars. A lot of people walked on. And we, were, we went up to the top. It was a beautiful day, and I love to see everything. And we ran, this lady came on with her family. It was so funny. And she was high vibe. She was a talker, and she had like a super thick New York accent. And I love the Boston and New York accent because it's just, it's thick. They're thick. And they're bold. Like, they're they're saying things. <laughs> you know, I know this is an overgeneralization, but, right. you know, it's no, like, everything's kind of intense, you know? So I asked them where the cruise ship was going, and they said that it leaves out of New York and goes up to Bar Harbor. It's like a four-day cruise, so they basically are just going up the coast of Maine and New Hampshire and then back down. But they were seriously cruisers because she was talking loud. We only had a short conversation, but then I hear, and they're like, oh, look at her, because when you're on the ferry, you can look into the harbor and see the whole boat, the ship. When, when you're on the dock, you can't see it, and when you're on it, you can't see it. So they were getting like a whole new view of this massive well, They're ship. ridiculously huge. Yeah, they are. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obnoxious how big they are. Well, we should put the disclaimer in that we're not cruisers. We are not. Yeah, you were in the Navy. You never even wanted to go on another cruise. And then we went oh. to the Bahamas. And then we went to Alaska with my family. Alaska cruise. was fine. I like the Bahamas too. I didn't care for that one. But we feel stuck. I feel stuck on the cruise ship, you know. But I understand why people like it. There's activities and you're self-contained. Like, so we're not poo-pooing cruises, but we just aren't the cruising kind of people. Right. But this lady was. And she was like, because they got the whole new view of the ship. I mean, I almost started cracking up right there. I'm just eavesdropping on them right now. Like, they're not even talking to us. But she's loud. And she says, oh, look at her. Look at her. She's gorgeous. <laughs> You're not yourself out right now. <laughs> I've been saying it for days. Right. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. She was really happy. Yeah, yeah that, especially get that new view. Yeah. So that was cool to meet her. And then we got there thinking we'll just get a golf cart to Peaks Island. Because they said rent the golf cart. You could drive around the whole island. It's not very big. Well, there aren't any golf courts. You, you have to like reserve them. Or like to sit around and wait. So we decided, well, we'll go have lunch, and then we'll walk down to the beach and look for sea glass, and then Which go back. Which was another great lunch. I had those fish tacos. Those were excellent. You were loving that. What did I have? I had the asparagus raviolis. Those were liked good. It. Yeah. yeah. But what, what, tell them what happened when I went to the bathroom and you ordered. We ordered a bottle of champagne, and the waitress asked if uh, what we were celebrating, and I just said life, and she was real. You could tell it made her happy. Yeah, you know, we don't have to wait for wait for big life things to be celebrating. Right. Yeah, that was a good lunch. Then we walked down to the beach. That was beautiful. We found sea glass there. I found so much sea glass. Molly and I spent a week in Oregon, and I found more sea glass on that one beach in Portland. When we got up the next morning and went early, where all the dogs could run free. Yeah. And we walked. And I found, like, I don't even know, five or six pieces, like, in an hour or two that we were there. Yeah, I found a jewel. That was funny. That was really funny. Now, tell them what happened. I saw a green plastic emerald about about the size of an acorn, and I held it out in my hand where she couldn't see it. 
And she opened up her hand, and I dropped in her hand. It was funny. It was just yeah. a piece of plastic. Well, we always bring rocks and stuff home for the kids. And so Isabel snatched that up, and then she made a magic wand out of it. She wired it up on the end of a stick. Yeah. That's her wand now, so that yeah. worked out perfectly. That was great to wake up in the morning and go do that. We love the Peaks Island. Later in the day, we did get the golf cart. Well, the dogs running on that beach was so cool. It was like there was no... Uh, turmoil at all they were just the dogs were just happy to be together yeah they were friends yeah you could tell it was all regular local beach right that that is a vibe mm-hmm. i love that so much so the dog people had to be off by nine o'clock yeah which is totally fair yeah yeah and that was a nice way to wake up and then we had the uber driver that was learning how to be an uber driver when we got off the ferry well, we got the golf cart. Did you tell? We didn't tell. Yeah, that. we got the golf cart later in the day, and that was fun. We drove around the whole island a right. couple of times. After we walked to the beach, walked back, and then we were persistent about getting it. I think that if the longer you wait during the day, you're going to get one there no matter what. Yeah, because you have to pay for it for two hours. So right. everybody, we didn't use the whole two hours, but so you're not going to. It's kind of expensive. It was like what a hundred bucks or something. So people aren't going to reserve it for four hours. They just want to go see the island. So they have a rotation. Yeah, and you can see the whole island in two, in two hours easy. Oh, yeah. Well, we went around it twice, and it was only like a little over an hour, hour and a half. Right. But beautiful. Beautiful homes. That pink house that looked like a little cottage. I love that one. It was a gingerbread house. Yeah, that yeah. was super cute. So then we had an Uber driver who couldn't find us when we got off the ferry. And then he did finally find us, but a man from Israel left his phone who was on the cruise ship. So we had to go down and help him get the phone back. And then we just started making conversation. I asked him, you know, how long has he been doing it? And he's older. He's probably 75, would you say? 70s, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either, but 70, at least 70. Worked for IBM. Yeah. And he said, well, this is actually my second day. And he was messing up a lot. And we don't care. I'm like, no worries. You know, you're good. And then he said he didn't know how to scroll up. And he was missing a whole part of the app, even though he studied it. And he told us a story about how he wants to go back to France and trace his father's steps from World War II. But his wife is a homebody. And she tries to be nice and go in the RV with him. But she doesn't really want to go anywhere. And so he said, I'll make more money on the side doing Uber, so I'll go to France alone. And so so he was talking through all this, and I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, he's upset. He's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you know what? It's, you're gonna, it's all going to be, like, so easy for you next week. Anytime, I'm thinking in my mind. I told him that. But anytime you try something new, it's always hard at first. Just, yeah. Okay. And I said, and, you know, at least you have a goal. Having a goal and learning new things should never end in your life. We should always be working towards something and doing things that are new. Right. It's the way you keep your brain sharp. So he felt really good when we left the car. He's like, you know, I really like how you said no worries. I'm like, yeah, go, go to France. Do it. Right? That was fun to meet him, her, him and the gorgeous. Gorgeous. That's so gorgeous. <laughs> I know I'm not even doing it right, but I still think it's funny. And then, um, this long podcast, but we did a lot. Then we went, we decided we were going to head home. So we stopped, we drove down through Maine, had a nice outdoor breakfast, met a nice lady that vacations there every year with her kids. And then um, did the marathon ride home. So we went to Salem. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so we were going to go to Salem on our way, but we got, got too late. We had to get to the gig. So we had to get to our destination. 
So I said, on our way home, let's stop at Salem and then head out when we're done. It took us longer to get there than what we had anticipated. But we did have that nice breakfast in Seiko, Maine. We just happened upon a nice little outdoor. Yeah, it's just like a little small community. You can tell that people go there to vacation. It was good. The other thing about Maine, well, the rocky coast is beautiful, but all those old cemeteries, everything's old, so much older, 200 years older than where we live. So I wanted to go to Salem because, you know, I was kind of about like, you know, where the granddaughters of the witches, they couldn't burn and stuff. Like I like to, you know, just do that kind of thing and it's historical. Well, we were, we were pretty disappointed in Salem. It's too touristy for us. It's, it's like an amusement park. Yeah, we thought we were going to get like a whole history lesson, so we took another trolley tour, but ends up our trolley guy didn't like the idea of the witch trial draw. He only wanted to talk about like... Because the witch trial draw was only nine months of Salem, and he likes the whole history. You could tell he was a history buff. Yeah. Yeah. So the the witch trials were only nine months and only 19 people. Not only. I mean, that's terrible what they did, but 19 people... Right. were accused and killed and then it was a nine month period and he felt like it defined the whole history of everything there and it was it, it really was in our jam but I'm glad I went because if I didn't then I would have had like the FOMO thing like I wish I would have seen that while I was there because it's not something I would just go do if I'm traveling over there right so and we, it was a good time of year to go yeah we had no trouble parking yes you know we exactly. just were in and out we spent about four hours there maybe five yeah. We got on the road, maybe two hours, stopped at a nice hotel. Well, we were hitting that terrible traffic because it was Labor Day, Friday of Labor Day. Yeah, so we could go 25 mile an hour for hours, or we could just park and then get up in the morning and then yeah. just go the speed limit. Yeah, we had that other really great hotel in downtown, how do you say that town? Worcester? Worcester. Yeah. And then they had a great restaurant there, the Mercantile. Yeah, the pizza was awesome. What did it have? It had jalapenos. Peaches. Hot honey. Onions. Onions. Tomato sauce and cheese. Yeah. You loved that. It was good. I had the cauliflower too and then you had the wings. Yeah, the wings weren't that good, but the pizza was. But it was, that town had a nice vibe and we had a nice hotel so that was good and then we headed home. We drove home. I don't know about that whole town, but that section of town was super crisp and clean. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. We had a great time. I think my favorite part is the Rocky Coast, the enchanted little cedar cottages. Being with you was really fun. What was your favorite part? Probably Peaks Island. Peaks Island, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Because we got to do the golf cart and the boat ride over, a nice lunch, and just relaxing, no pressure. That whole vacation was almost no pressure. So Yeah, it was really great. So then um, we got home over the weekend, spent some time with the grandbabies, and I was having pain in my leg, and I thought, "Uh uh-oh, maybe I have a blood clot. So I spent today going to the hospital, make sure I don't have a blood clot, because I have to fly to Washington State in one day. I I had a few days home. No blood clot, so that's good. It's just like a cyst or something. So that's good, because we're back on the road. You'll be home after this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Right. You've traveled way too much this last month. Yeah, but it's dreams coming true. I'm grateful. You I, know? I am too. Yeah. But I miss you when you're gone. 
Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But you know, it's again that grass is greener and I don't want to be that way. You know, like right. I used to if, dream of having this many gigs. If you were here all the time, I'd be sick of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. But I used to dream to be able to do this. And meeting all these people is just phenomenal. Right. And us getting to travel. Gosh, that was a dream trip. That was a really fun trip. Yeah. Maine is worth visiting. So that's probably our best one so far, I think, our trip. I really enjoyed it. Where did we go? A lot. We went to Lead Lodge. And then we had a really good trip to Hilton Head in February. That was, was that this February? Was it? I don't know. No, it was it previous. A year ago? It was a year ago, February. Oh, so a year and a half ago. That was a nice trip. That was a super nice trip. That was a, that's, those are my favorites, the relaxing. Yeah, like you said, we didn't have a day on the beach this time. But we were doing Well, on that stuff. trip, I kept calling Dave and saying, hey, I need another day. That's his boss. Because the weather was so nice. Yeah, it was February and we were like in the pool. Yeah. So we're like, we're like, why are we going home when we're going to we so be here? He's kind enough that he just like, yeah, go ahead. Do, do, well, do, you do, were, do. Dick. God, you're getting calls 24-7. Still, it's hard, you know. Yeah. Wow. Be there by yourself. Right. So we're off to, I'm off to Washington State. I'm so happy I'm going to see my son Luke and his new wife, Grace. And what do you got going on this week? Just regrouping. I'm going to play poker and pull. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Doug does. Right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we hope everyone is well. And we'll talk to you next week. Great. Well, thanks for listening. That was a long one. We had a lot of action. We're going on our trip to Maine. If you um, are enjoying our podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and write a review. That would help us a ton. We're so excited to see so many countries listening in. And um, you can check out our farm, Big Roots Farm. We didn't even talk about all that, but we will next week about what's happening there. BigRootsFarm.com and Aaron Ramsey, uh, AaronRamsey.com. Thanks.